Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And uh, hopefully you've been digging on everything that we bring in to you guys. I've been trying to get this gentleman in our office for quite a while, maybe two, three weeks. He's one busy dude. His name is Jason White. He is a certified athletic therapist. He is a registered massage therapist. I'm pretty sure he does acupuncture, put needles in places. And um, he's really big with the Canadian Sport Massage Therapy Association. So I love that Jason's here to give us some information about being a sport massage therapist, all the cool stuff that you can do with it. He's going to give us some information about the association and uh, tell us uh, a little a bit about yourself, Jason. Uh, so I began uh, in the athletic therapy realm back in 2008, been practicing since then. Uh, upon graduation, went to take my RMT certification through OCHT, Ontario College of Health Tech. Uh, became an RMT in 2011 and uh, took my certification of acupuncture with McMaster as well. So it leads me to be the one of three and the only one in Canada with those three designations. Wow, you got a lot of you got a lot of letters. After I got a few initials. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like an alphabet going on there. <laughs> All right, so give us the lowdown about sport massage. And when I say the lowdown, let's start at the bottom. Let's start with the idea that I'm a massage therapist. I'm listening to this podcast because every massage therapist should. And I really want to get into sport massage. I've, I'm into athletics. I'm into sport. Um, the appeal of working with teams and athletes is there because I can't be tied down to the 12 by 12 room that's got a dim light and it's there's Enya's singing in the corner and the whole place smells like lavender. So give us the give us the rundown if I I want to uh, I want to become a sport massage therapist. Where do we uh, start? The smell of lavender will change to the smell of sweat. <laughs> guaranteed. Uh, the Sport Massage Associations began in 1987. I'll just get a little bit of brief history here. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's the only certified body in Canada for sport massage. Um, it helps set professional standards and uh, serves the athletic community at all levels. And uh, from the grassroots of the community athletics to the provincial, national, and international. So what the program actually does, it will focus and prepare any sort of RMTs to work with Canadian elite athletes, um, which is kind of a requirement that's set by the Canadian Olympic Committee. Cool. So I want to become a sport massage therapist. If you can walk us through the step-by-step process, where do I start? Uh, so there's two varying certifications. So at the beginning, you would become a sport massage therapist certification candidate. Um, that will require an application that can be found on cmsta.org, Canadian Sport Massage Therapy Association. Um, You can sign up with the initial, I believe it's a $50 fee. From there, you can start beginning to collect your hours, which is a total hours of 500. There's specific requirements along the route. Uh, If you're not involved with any sport teams, to become certified once your application form, and if you're pretty active collecting your hours, it'll probably take about five years. Okay. Anywhere from three to five. Uh, Upon completion of the hours to become certified, uh, there is a practical exam and a written component associated with it as well. The practical component consists of a full assessment, which is your functionals, your histories, your special tests, and then your um, index or diagnosis. And then the practical massage component would be the sport massage techniques, which involve 
your pre, post, and enter or maintenance massage techniques. Okay, so let's if we go from the beginning then. So can I apply as a student? Like if I'm in massage therapy school, can I apply then? Yeah, there, there is a student application process as well. So yeah, you can apply even during your first year of RMT school. Okay, so I can apply as a student or I'm already a, I'm already a practicing RMT. Cool. And the next thing then is... Where would I learn sport massage therapy techniques? Because, I mean, if I'm being evaluated on these after accumulating my hours, if that's the order, accumulate the hours, and then that's kind of your prerequisite to doing the examination, where would I be able to obtain that knowledge? So there's a, I guess there's a stepping stone when you start the association. So you could pick up hours working with sporting events. It could be local club events. It could be beer leagues, weekend warriors, um, and getting into marathons, half marathons. There's plenty of opportunity to pick up these sporting event hours. Uh, as an RMT or as a student, um, student, you have limitations with collecting your hours just because of the liability issue associated with it. Um, you're not actually physically registered. Once you're registered and you do collect those hours, the majority of the hours that you collect need to be hands-on. Um, so actually physically touching the athletes or treating the athletes or helping assess the rehab, the process. So so like um, field of play emergency care stuff doesn't count towards hours? Uh, there is a certain component to it, but that's actually the process of the sport massage therapy. So it's not just strictly hands-on. It's the event coordination. It's managing an event, and it's actually your first, first responder or your emergency onset care. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And so then in terms of for the examination, right? So if is do you guys have a course? Yes, you do have a course because the last time someone was on here, her name is Demi. She was telling us about the course, and she was saying it's not a requirement, but it's a huge, huge benefit. So give us an idea of what happens in this course. What would an RMT or a student RMT learn in this course that they don't typically get in formal massage therapy education? Uh, it'll learn you the process of the sport massages. It'll learn you how to network and brand. Uh, it'll teach you about the major games and minor games if you're interested. Uh, the roles and responsibilities of a sport massage therapist as opposed to a massage therapist in terms of working with uh, a sport team, your docs, your sports psychs, the coaches. Uh, traveling with your med kits, what to expect in terms of injuries, um, how to treat certain specific injuries, um, and your first responder course will cover majority of those uh, on-site emergency care stuff. Okay. Then you get into the specifics of the individual techniques of sport massage, which are your pre, post, enter, and maintenance. Can you give us a, a kind of just a, a little brief idea of what some of those things might be like? Sure. Uh, the pre, pre-exam or the pre-event sport massage typically done within an hour. Um, you have to take in consideration the sport that you're covering and the body part that's being typically used. Um, the majority of the pre-event is a little bit more faster type techniques. Um, trying to prepare the body for that particular sport. So you want to make sure that they're vigorous, um, not too overstimulating, um, just to make sure that the muscles are kind of warmed up, the circulation is warmed up, and there's some psychological sport psych information relayed as well. And what about uh, like post? Post is a little bit more slower, so it's kind of like a, it's maintained of a flushing type scenario. Um, there's a lot of pinching, seboing, uh, flushing, immediate pressure. You could do a little bit of lymphatic type stuff to just reduce the onset of DOMS. Um, post-massage can actually be combined with inter um, if you have an event in the morning as opposed to an event in the evening. Um, with the duration that comes into play, you have to use some critical thinking in regards to the techniques that you're going to use. Right on. So, Okay, you're also in, I'm jumping a little bit, I'm going to come back to the association, but it just hit me. So you're also a certified athletic therapist. How much overlap 
is there between doing the work as a certified athletic therapist and doing the work as a sport massage therapist? I know because you're, you're wearing both hats and you kind of do it all at the same time. Um, but if you were to kind of lay out, you know, well, this is kind of the, the role here versus the role over here. It's a fine line. Uh, taking one hat on, putting one hat off. To be honest, uh, I don't really calm well calling myself an athletic therapist in RMT and switching the roles and going back to acupuncture, it's a little bit difficult. So I kind of use the whole question of a manual, manual therapist. Uh, so when it comes down, when I work with individual sport teams, um, I, I become more marketable because I have those designations associated with it. They don't really look at me as an RMT or an AT. They just kind of look at me as a therapist that's multidiscipline. So you got a cool gig going on because uh, your buddy, Corby, was in here the other day talking about athletic therapy and a big part of what we were we were just uh, riffing on was how no one knows what the fucking athletic therapist does athletic therapists know what you guys do sport knows what you guys sport organizations know what you do athletes know what you do no one else medical community has no bloody idea what athletic therapists do none right and so it was kind of trying to to bring to light to that and then we were also speaking of it feels the same way with massage therapy like no one knows what massage therapists do they always have this idea it's this relaxation based thing and they kind of negate the whole therapeutic side to it i mean that's that's not just the general public that's also the medical community so i thought that was uh, really interesting how you have all these things going on these different hats that you wear you roll it up into one makes it really marketable but then at the end of the day you i feel like you you don't really identify wholly with either you know or, or all three of these you're just you're just jason white right that's the brand that I built was Jason White Therapy. So right on. It's, uh, build a brand on your name and kind of people will follow. If you have the techniques to show, people will follow as well. I totally dig it. All right. So I've done my hours. I've prepared myself for the exam. Um, I've passed my exam. What's the next step? Uh, next step, uh, I guess, is primarily why people go into sport massage is either to get the education, continue through with uh, different types of techniques. But uh, majority of the sport massage therapists out there, their goal is to work with uh, games, uh, high performers, elite athletes. Right, right. So going through that route of uh, with the Canadian Sport Massage Therapy Association allows you to have opportunity to work with the high elite performance athletes, um, opportunities to work with Canada Winter and Summer Games, Federation of International Sport University, Pan Ams, Commonwealth, and then the ultimate goal, the Olympics. Right on. So these organizations then would contact the Sport Massage Therapy Association and say, hey, we, we're looking for therapists? Yeah, they're all kind of umbrellaed under the COC, Canadian Athletic, and um, Sport Canada. So this there is a big selection process with this. So once you become certified, then you're based, you get specific points allocated for the amount of hours, whether it's provincial teams or national teams that you work with, um, then if you actually get selected to go to the Canada Games or the FISU Games, there's other selection points selected with it too. So it's based on, it's not a hierarchy, but it's based on the more you put in, the more point selection you have to be able to go to um, the particular games. Uh, continuing education plays a part on there. Being an association plays a part. So even your volunteering aspect of the national boards play a part 
first responders. So they look at the whole encompass, not just your hours as well. They look at the community involvement. Okay. So I, I, I want to backtrack then because as you're talking about hours and all these cool things, it just hit me that, okay, so um, as a certificate candidate, I have to accumulate so many hours. And what if I've done, and I've been working with teams at various levels, or I've been working with athletes at various levels prior to my application. Can those hours carry forward post-application? Yeah, I believe it's like 100 hours. Um, and those include some of your outreaches that you've actually done throughout the course of your RMT program as well. Right on. And then once I'm, um, and uh, what's the proper term for it once I'm certified with the association? Uh, so when you become a candidate, you're a sport massage therapist certification candidate. So you have CMT brackets, small CC. Uh, once you're certified, it's a sport massage therapist bracket, capital C. Everybody loves those numbers. Everybody wants those accreditations. Yeah, yeah, the, the alphabet. So I'm a member of the association. I am a certified sport massage therapist. Can you give us an idea of the activities or what needs to be done to maintain that membership? Maintaining the membership, believe it's just a member of good standing in your province for your registered massage therapist. Uh, there is an annual fee that's required. The fee will vary from student to certified and I think inactive as well. So as long as you, within province of Ontario, I think it's 500 hours for a registered massage therapist if you maintain it. For just under the College of Massage Therapists yeah, in Ontario, yeah. it's 500. It's 500 hours within a three-year period. Okay, and that would be the same for the Canadian Sport Massage. There's no additional hours gotcha. to, to be certified so as long as you maintain your arm. As long as I stay in good standing with the College of Massage Therapists of Ontario. If you're on, if you're in Ontario, then it's good to rock and roll. And with your liability insurance as well. Right. Is there any additional liability insurance? Like I don't have to add anything to my policy for this? No, no, it's the same. You have uh, the only thing different would be your first responder certification that's required to become certified. Um, under that, um, it's it's a liability. It's a General Samaritan Act that your majority covered as well. Okay, cool. Um, are there any continuing education requirements in terms of maintenance of my certification with you guys? Not for maintenance of your certification, but if you're looking to excel within sport massage therapy, certification is uh, continuing developmental courses is highly recommended, um, and this leads into the advanced sport massage course as well. Uh, the more continuing education that you continue through with, um, those are points that are allocated towards the major games, which make you a little bit higher right. to be selected. So give us an idea of the different courses that are offered through the association. Uh so we see, I, I actually teach a few of them. Um, so we have first the advanced sport massage therapy course, two-day course that covers any of the techniques, principles, roles, and responsibilities of a sport massage therapist. Uh, it's, it's, it's highly recommended to take it prior to the exam, and it's not a money thing. It's just the techniques are completely different. Yeah, that makes sense. It, 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 I almost feel like it should be mandatory. I mean, if, if I'm going to pursue this and then I'm also going to be evaluated um, based on based on sport massage therapy techniques it almost makes sense that it would almost be you know, something that's mandatory I don't think they want to make it mandatory because there's, there's other therapists out there that teach similar courses to that um, I'm putting a plug in maybe a little bit of conflict of interest but I actually teach a one day course okay. of the advanced sport massage but we call it something completely different right right right, right. Uh, other courses that are put on by the chapter uh, we do respiratory uh, distress for the athlete. Um, we do a lot of uh, assessment and special tests. Uh, so I'm also the education chair of the Ontario chapter, and part of me going into that type of field was 
to make RMTs and sport massage therapists a little bit more knowledgeable on the assessment process. Uh, I've been in a clinical practice now for over 10 years, and I've worked with many RMTs along the way, and some of them come up to me and they're quite amused in terms of how I can formulate and rule out a particular condition within five minutes to right. treat the area. Totally get it. We, we, we run a course here at Con Ed Institute, and it's simply an assessments review for RMTs. Yeah. It's one of our more popular courses, yep. and I'm shocked. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. I'll save the rest for the unprofessional hour. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, shocked. yeah. It comes. I mean, it comes down to developing Cole's notes of a functional assessment of the knee and the ankle. So someone comes in with uh, a knee problem. You think about all the structures and ligaments that are associated with the knee. Uh, you don't need to do a 45-minute assessment if you're confident in your skill set. You just limit down to special tests, and you could rule that out in a two-minute blink of the eye, and the patient coming in is not going to mind that you took two minutes of them exactly. doing a quick assessment to find out what's going on. I find that's a huge thing with massage therapists and uh, they just, they don't understand movement well. And if they don't understand movement well, then mechanism of injury doesn't make sense to them. And then they, they, they can't figure out, I shouldn't say they, the majority of y'all, I shouldn't say that either. Whatever the case <laughs> is, um, you know, you don't understand mechanisms of injury, and therefore you can't figure out what structures are involved. So you say terrible triad, and you discuss the mechanism of injury, and they're like, I, well, "Why would this?" Like, it just, it's, it's just a huge disconnect. Yep. It's a huge disconnect. So we found that this, these courses have gone over fairly well. Uh, some of the courses are are going down to the shoulder complex as well, just breaking it down. And, um, and incorporating quite a bit of rehab with it too because, then again, this is another weak point right. um, of majority of the allied health professions as it comes down to is a rehab. So being aware of the in particular structures and spending five minutes at the end of the additional session to incorporate techniques is a big bonus. So we kind of uh, take off that passive type treatment that majority of the therapists perform to uh, ensure that the person on the table is getting the best possible treatment. I dig it, man. I, I like the way this whole thing sounds. So give us an idea then of like the coolest gigs you've scored as a sport massage therapist. You know, but then you're also the AT because then you got cool stuff coming out of so, all, all windows here. Yeah, so I mean, I have, do have both aspects. If uh, I look at it as a con, but everyone else looks at it as a pro, so let's go with it being as a pro. <laughs> um, oh, wait, wait. Why do you why do you look at it as a con? Because it's just disadvantage to me. <laughs> So as being an AT and RMT in terms of the cool gigs that I get, um, if I do, uh, let's say, Commonwealth Games, part of the Canadian Athletic Therapy Association, doesn't count as points towards the Sport Massage Therapy Association. Gotcha. So if I'm brought on as a core medical staff, uh, it's brought on as an athletic therapist. So it allows room for other ATs and RMTs or sport massage therapists to come up and pick up the points. Gotcha, gotcha. Otherwise, gotcha. I can't, I can't double dip. Gotcha. All right, I get it. I get it now. Why it's not, uh, why it's not a pro. Yeah, I mean, for the for the short time duration that I've been uh, RMT and sport massage therapist for, I've been to Canada Games summer twice, Canada Games winter once, two FISU universities. Uh, summer, winter. I was a chief therapist for one of them. Mm -hmm. uh, I did a Commonwealth Games, and I did a Pan Ams here in Toronto. I was lead medical practitioner for Invictus Games, mm -hmm. and I was just part of the Canadian delegation for the 2018 Winter Olympics. These are paid gigs? No, these are all volunteer. So that's the downside to it is that uh, part of any sort of, whether it's sport massage therapist or even athletic therapy, sport physio, and sport chiro associations, when you're involved within the major games no or the COCs, paid, yeah. 
All expenses paid, but the downside to it is you are taking a little bit of a pay cut from your clinical space. But to, to have the experience. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the biggest ordeal is your high-performance athletes. Um, you get the experience of working with the games. You get the experience of walking in, wearing that red and white with that flag under yourself. And not to mention the network and branding that just associated with it that builds your repertoire and your brand. For sure, for sure. Because, um, yeah, when I was, when we, Corby and I were, were rapping on stuff, we were talking about working the various games. And one of the things that we brought up were, like, you know, because it's volunteer and they're looking for medical staff, and oftentimes you'll have, you'll have a doctor volunteer. And we were just shooting shit like how we honestly felt like the doctors were the most out of place. You know what I mean? Like there was the biggest disconnect between what they need to do, you know, as medical staff for athletics to compare to whatever they do the whole time. And I was even uh, talking to him about, we had uh, one of the venues for Pan Am, like one of the guys there was like an emergency room doctor and he still felt completely out of place. It just didn't, it was just total, totally lost. Anyway, that's kind of cool though. I like the idea that there's all of this opportunity is is available. Um, so you would recommend this for whom? Uh, anyone's athletic, anyone who wants to continue their education, I'm not quite sure in terms of what realm they want to go with it. The designation itself is a drive. Uh, I don't think the general population is aware of what sport massage therapists do. In my personal clinic experience, people come in looking for sport massage, but in actual fact, what they're looking for is deep tissue work. Uh, so the sport massage certification uh, could boost your clientele just because of additional certification, but there's a lot of education that's associated with it because the average Joe who doesn't play sports, who's looking for sport massage, is not going to get a pre and post massage therapist, or and the duration is a little bit different too. Right on, right on. There's a couple more things that I wanted to um, to kind of get some information from. So. If I'm part of the Ontario chapter, like I'm, I'm a, a member of the association in Ontario, mobility throughout Canada to the other chapters is not an issue, or is there anything that you the have only, to do in the addition? The only concern you have to be about is your regulation for massage therapy from province to province. So if you jump from Ontario to BC, you're going to have, actually, I, I probably just, just use Quebec because Quebec's their own little identity. If you were to jump to Ontario to Quebec, or sorry, Quebec to Ontario, um, you're talking about your upgrading. So in terms of reference to the Sport Massage Therapy Association, it's a national board, um, and you don't have to worry about it as long as your membership is in good standing with the province. So obviously, if you're Quebec, you can't jump over to Ontario and start practicing massage therapy. So what about for then, like Quebec, like unregulated provinces? So do you guys, do your chapters... Do your chapters exist in unregulated provinces? Yep, yep, Quebec, so, yep, and actually New Brunswick. I'm not quite sure of the full realm of who's regulated and who's not. So uh, regulated provinces, BC, Ontario, um, New Brunswick, Newfoundland, Labrador. Okay, so we're national, so we're straight across the board. I don't know if we have anyone in Newfoundland, but we have the eastern side, which would be New Brunswick onward. Um, Quebec has their own individual chapter, Ontario, BC, Alberta. Okay. And so because the, uh, you know, I, I wish I can speak better about the unregulated provinces. And I'm assuming, and it's just an assumption, people, I'm assuming that the unregulated provinces have more than one association, not sport massage therapy association, but more than one massage therapy association. Yep, yep they actually do. So do you, does, does the Canadian Sport Massage Therapy Association, will they accept 
anyone is as long in the unregulated provinces as long as they're a member of any of the associations or do they favor one association versus the other no no there's no favoritism it's just as long as you belong and you're member good standing to your provincial association you can apply for the membership sounds good man sounds good i like i like the way this all sounds so there's an annual general meeting coming up uh every province will have their agm um and bc every year we actually host a national agm and there's one coming up in bc in september uh it's 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 a yeah it's a pretty large one actually that got some pretty good presenters um on there as well some sports psych stuff they'll go over first responder and just let me here get the dates it'll take a second to get the dates. yeah sure so it's a good place to 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 network get, yeah, edu- yeah. get education you network against all allied health professionals so you got your ats you'll have your physios you'll have your rmts and you'll even um, get some doc sports psychs and you'll be able to find mentorship, ask questions, and it's not only for just sport massage. We're mm-hmm. talking about um, just your continuing education and development right on. in your career. Um, roughly, how many how many members do you think offhand that will attend or across Canada? Uh, how many members are, are are in the Canadian Sport Massage Therapy Association? I can't even comment on that. I think within Ontario. Ontario is 160, I believe. Okay, so you yeah. guys, you guys are, you guys are a rare breed. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm not, and I'm never really not quite sure why there hasn't really been a big drive. Um, we've, we've, and I have done the massage expo um, put off, and we've had a booth there as well. So we do do some vendoring. Uh, um, that's where I remember seeing. Yeah, you. so I'm not. We have a, quite a few people that come up to the table and. But the I don't know, it kinda of doesn't seem that the interest is slightly there. Yeah. So I almost feel like you have to get into it at the school level. And we do talk to schools. Like I mean we have a few um board members that actually there's a school in London, don't know the name of it, but we do quite a bit of talks there. Mm-hmm. Um, CCMH. Mm-hmm. We do a few talks there as well. So throughout the season, um, we have some of the members that go in and try to push the athletic therapy, sorry, the sport massage realm. And uh, make sure that they're aware of the brand. As yeah, well. for sure. And a lot of it too. Like I was an instructor. I was actually the head of uh, massage therapy for one of the schools in the GTA. Like I had my hand in about three different campuses. And I'm not gonna lie. If the instructors don't give a shit, like they don't support it, or they just don't see the value in it, or even if they just don't care, you know, it doesn't translate very well through the students. So you can come in, do the the greatest presentation in the world, you know, get some excitement going. But at the end, if if the instructors aren't supportive of it, that that raw raw excitement tends to die pretty quick. It depends on the field that their their RMTs want to go into. For sure. So it's whether hospital field, clinical setting, practical setting. Uh, downside to the sport massage therapist, uh, you don't make as much money as what you would with the clinical setting. Yep. You do have to put in your grunt work. You do have to do some volunteering hours. Uh, but if your goal or aspiration is to work with elite performance athletes, this is your stepping stone. Right on, right on. And just to get back, the national conference in BC is October the 12th to the 14th. It's in Richmond. Um, details can be found on cscsmta.ca, and uh, it's a it's a really good lineup of uh, practitioners and presenters. And I imagine that that material is probably all over social media too. Yeah. The Instagram, it, the Facebook, the Twitter. Yep, right. Yep. Cool. 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 So, tell us a little bit about then. Um, I, I don't want to keep you too long. Tell us a little bit about your practice, what you're about, and.
And if someone is interested in getting in touch with you, either they're looking to be a patient or client of yours, they, they're looking um, for an AT or a sport massage therapist to help with organizing an event, or they want you involved with their team, or someone just wants some additional information from the dude to ask, which is you. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your practice then. Uh, I work at a physio health studios, downtown Toronto core. Um, branded myself off with Jason White Therapy. Um, so all your new newbies out there that are freshly graduated, try to find that niche. Once you find that niche and you start branding, people will follow. Uh, to find myself, you could use info at jasonwhitetherapy.com. Uh, feel free to formulate your questions, uh, and I'll get back to you as well regarding sport massage therapy. i uh, tell you a little bit about athletic therapy, if you like, in terms of how to get in. To can definitely tell you the mentor or kind of root you or even put you in the direction uh, where you would need to go to get find to find the more answers. Worked with elite athletes for the last 10 years. So I'm a therapist with Rugby Canada and Ontario Sledge Hockey. So even the Paris sport aspects, um, Invictus Games was another introduction to there as well. Not to mention all the cool gigs you get working with the Olympians and meeting Prince Harry and Justin Trudeau. Right on. If that's a cool thing, too. If it is a cool thing, exactly. Why wouldn't it be? Come on. <laughs> Traveling the world under someone else's dime. Yeah, that's... Treating, treating athletes. That's always a good deal, man. Like, I, I get... I, honestly, I'm excited just just talking about it and I'm just sitting in my office with a headset on right so I mean I I do I I don't see how this can't stir up something in a lot of people that's why I'm kind of really shocked that the numbers in Ontario are are relatively low and I imagine that they're lower in the other provinces is because we have the highest population of massage therapists in yeah, Ontario, yeah, Ontario BC would be the highest calculation of the members yeah and then the other ones are fairly low I mean, the best thing that I find with this warm massage is it breaks up the monotonous daily routine into the clinic, um, knowing that you're going to be working with elite athletes and high performance, and then you get to travel somewhere to destinations. Um, I've been anywhere from Bahamas, United States, to Kazakhstan, to South Korea. So the world is your oyster. If you pick those national sport teams, lace up with them. Um, and the attitude, the positive nature, the compliancy, it's 100% different than the clinical aspect. Not a bad gig at all, eh? It's not all about the money, people. It's not all about the money. Being happy. Right on. I like your words, sir. Is there anything else you want the masses to know about you and all the stuff you got going on? No, uh, feel free to reach out. JasonWhiteTherapy.com and uh, PhysioHealthStudios.com. Right on. Thank you very much, sir. Thanks for dropping all this information. Thanks for having me. Right on. So you've been listening to two massage therapists and a microphone. Well, it's a massage therapist, a registered kinesiologist, a certified athletic therapist, a sport <laughs> massage therapist, an acupuncturist. There's a lot of stuff going on with two dudes in this one room. Thanks for listening. Subscribe.